Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday morning right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard with you as always. Gee whiz, it feels like deja vu on the show this week as we preview some more massive feature racing right here in the great state of New South Wales. The Golden Easter Egg, the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg, rolls into semi-final week. There's 32 dogs remaining, all with a chance of taking home the $300,000 prize money on offer on April 8. Last night, we had heats of the Magic Maiden and the new sensation, and surely a new crop of stars will emerge from those races and those finals next week. The Ultrasense heats are on Friday night for the fifth graders, and of course, the heats of the Group 1 Association Cup. They're coming up on Saturday night for the stayers as well, and in about seven minutes' time, we'll talk to Premier. Victoria trainer Angela Langton about quarter who'll go around in those heats of the Association Cup. But first, Embrace is already a Group 1 winner at Wenty Park. She took out the Peter Mossman Opal last July. She does her best work at headquarters right here in New South Wales and she won her heat of the Golden Easter Egg in fine fashion on Saturday night. Her trainer, Craig Chapelow, joins us on the program now. Morning, Craig. Uh, good morning, Simon. How are you? I'm good, mate. Hey, the stats say she runs better at Wenty Park. Of her seven career wins, five have come at Wentworth Park. What is it about the place you think she loves, mate? Uh, still yet to work that out. It took her uh, five starts before she even run a place out at Wendy. So uh, just something It took a little bit of time, whether that's why when she goes interstate, uh, she's like trialled there, but just needs a few more runs on the track before she does her best. And obviously Wendy's the place we've raced most. So uh, I think just over time, she's finally adapted to it and uh, seems to do her best, as you say. Well, she did her best on the weekend. She well, made a mess, to be frank, of a pretty handy field. Can you smoke them? Mia, she's fast, and JSJ all ran in behind her. She said a new PB track and trip of 29.59. What did you make of that heat run? Uh, yeah, as I said on the night, I couldn't ask for anything more. Um, we were just hoping she'd had a little bit of a break a couple of weeks off prior to the egg heats, and uh, we were just hoping that might get her back to her best. And, uh, yeah, she, the way she began, uh, that's the key to Saturday night, obviously. She can run those same first sections. It puts her in a great place out wide there, so um, that's what we're hoping for Saturday night. We'll talk about that semi-final field in a moment, Craig, but you look through her stats, mate. She's only two and a half years old. She's had 43 career starts, a Group 1 winner, as we mentioned. Fourth in this year's Group 1, Paws of Thunder behind She's a Pearl. Do you reckon she's a bit underrated, mate, and is she going as good as ever right now? Um, oh, she's probably a fraction underrated. She is hard to follow. Uh, if you're a punter, that's for sure. She got beat the other day at short odds and then come out and won at $25 in a group uh, heat. So uh, she can be a bit up and down like that. But, um, yeah, just uh, probably racing at Wentworth Park and when she's drawn right, that's when she can uh, show her best. And uh, she has got a little bit of a habit to want to move up the track, which has brought her undone a couple of times from when she's drawn lower to the uh, closer to the rails. So uh, she has got a few little quirks, but um, when she's right, she can certainly run the times to be competitive in these big races. And, uh, yeah, I wouldn't swap her for anyone anyway. Craig, after she took out that Peter Mossman Oval last year in July, within a month or so, you'd been up and back to Queensland a couple of times for feature races. She ran sixth in the Young Guns at Ipswich. Then she ran sixth in the Molly Campbell Silver Dollars race at Albion Park. What's your thought process, mate, or what was it when you were deciding whether to travel her last year and chase those feature races interstate? Yeah, I found um, sometimes going interstate with the younger dogs can give them um, a bit of confidence uh, just travelling around and learning new things. And uh, unfortunately, as I said, just with her adapting to different tracks, uh, she made finals but just was never the same in the in the big final itself up in Queensland and that. So uh, 
yeah, we sort of live and learn. We went to Sandown and tried down there as well. And uh, she's a little bit unlucky not to qualify for the uh, race down there. But, um, yeah, I thought just I've done it in the past with a couple and, and it seems to always help. And it did show that when she come back to Sydney um, for the pause of Thunder Heat, she come out and won that night. And I think getting back to familiar um, track and just, yeah, with, it didn't hurt to put it that way going away, but it just wasn't to work for her with the travel. But, um, yeah, I was hoping to pick off some of those age races, especially for the bitches, and, uh, yeah, it just wasn't to be. We're talking to Craig Chappell, our trainer of Embrace on Going Greyhounds this morning. Let's turn our attention to the semi-final draw, Craig, and, gee whiz, there's nowhere to hide in a semi-final of Golden Easter Egg. Uh, she's drawn Group 1 Futurity winner Windra All Class, Melbourne Cup winner Yachi Bale, Ritza Donna's a Group 1 winner in three. She's a pearl we all know. And Baby JC, one of the best youngsters in Australia. Your girl's out in eight. As you mentioned, she can go up the track a little bit. What do you think of the draw and the field when you first saw it? Yeah, obviously the first thing was uh, that we drew wide. So to get the eight, um, even though she only won one race off box eight, she has uh, won the Group 1 off that box. So we were really hoping for out wide. Uh, then when you start to look through the field, there was... Uh, Certainly uh, no easy beats amongst the whole field there. So um, I think it is five Group 1 winners amongst them. So uh, it's a very hard semi-final. Um, the way it sits, uh, you've got a wide runner in Box 1 and uh, she's a pearl in the middle. We've never beaten pearl before. So uh, it's got to be against us again this Saturday night. And then uh, obviously massive respect for uh, Yashi Bale in the, in the two. Um, he's a little bit slower early, I suppose. So whether he's got to get a better run uh, this week than... He basically was never on the track in his heat run and it was a massive run to get home in the time he did. So uh, very uh, wary of him as well. So, um, yeah, Embrace is just going to have to run the race of a life from box eight, run those 5.43 early again and hope for uh, a little bit of luck to get across. And, and if she can, I think she's right in it. But that's the key in that first 50 metres for basically all of them, really. But um, definitely for us out wide. She's a $7 chance in that semi-final of the Group 1 Golden Easter Egg. Craig, before we let you go, mate, you've got Sweet City Gal going around in a heat of the Dapdo Easter Bunny tonight. She's a 370 chance from Box 5. How do you rate her chances? Uh, yeah, she's got a lot of ability. She just tends to need the opposite to embrace. She needs to draw inside. So uh, Box 5's not ideal, but it's a smaller field. And dropping a little bit in class, we steered away from the new sensation just to try and get a bit of confidence back. And saw there was a race at DAPTO. Uh, she has been around DAPTO and trialled there as well in really good time. So uh, we're just hoping for a little bit of luck for her down there, but she's capable of running some uh, good times at DAPTO. So uh, I give her a good chance tonight. Just hopefully she uh, yeah, doesn't cause herself any trouble in that run to the first turn trying to get across. There you go. One for the punters. Craig, wish you all the best for Saturday night with Embrace and, of course, tonight with Sweet Saturday Gal. Sweet city gal, I should say. Uh, always great with your insights, mate. Fingers crossed. Embrace can progress to the final of that $300,000 golden Easter egg. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Yep, good on you, Simon. Thanks again. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat to Angela Langton about the Association Cup. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league with Peter Peters. And Phil Buzz Rothfield. And legends like... The King, Molly Lewis. Yeah, good morning. The great Steve Pearl Renoff. Hey, how are you guys? Legend Anthony Chock Mundine. Hey, good morning, boys. Andrew Eddiehausen. Andrew, good morning. G'day, guys. How are you doing? Pressure's massive in state of origin. I think you can obviously understand that. And you really do. You feel like the whole state on your shoulders. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sunday morning. On Sky. Sports Radio and Radio Tab.
Tab has Greyhound offers on tap. This Saturday, back the winner on any race at Wentworth Park for the Golden Easter Egg semi-finals and get paid out. Plus your stake back as a bonus bet up to $25. That's winnings paid, plus your stake back on all races this Saturday for the Golden Easter Egg. For racing offers on tap, download the Tab app. First online fixed odds, win bet only. T's and C's at website. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Yes, welcome back to going greyhounds. It's a feature fest in New South Wales at the moment. All roads lead to Wentworth Park on April 8th with a Group 1 Golden Easter Egg. The Group 3 races, the Magic Maiden, the New Sensation and the Amber Soli will all be run. We also have the Group 1 Association Cup for the stayers over 720 metres. It's worth $75,000 to the winner. And the heats of that race are on Saturday night. Quarter will go around for Angela Langton, and she joins me on Going Greyhounds today. Morning, Ange. What are you up to on this fine Thursday? Oh, morning, Simon. Uh, I'm actually working in um, my other job today. I'm, I work in pathology. I'm a scientist, and I diagnose cancer. So I'm actually working in one of the hospitals this morning. So I've just ducked out to do the interview quickly. Oh, gee whiz. We appreciate the time. <laughs> what, what a second okay. What a second uh, job you've got there, Ange. Hey, um, I was speaking to your partner, Jeff Britton, this morning, he was under the impression you'd never won an Association Cup. He also said he can't remember what he did yesterday. So I'll ask you, yeah, have you ever betted the Punga Ruby's <laughs> second-place finish last year? Yeah, we uh, we actually had that little discussion after he spoke to you and he went through Ruby's uh, performances and we worked out she did run second. I think she, from memory she led, well, this is Jeff's memory anyway, she led led the race and unfortunately uh, she put up a little bit sore and she got run down in the, in the final, so she ran second. So, yeah. So, no, we've never won it, so it'd be lovely to go one step further and win. I had a quick look through the records as well. Mpunga Ruby last year obviously was in the race with Hank the Hustler. Dublin Bull ran sixth in 2016, and then Infinite Wish and Hailstorm Billy ran in the final in 2014. Do you circle this race on the calendar each and every year, Edge? Yeah, for sure. If we've got a stayer, it's always good to chase the staying races. Um, Yeah, once the stayers get up, up in grade, it's very hard to keep them going. In Victoria, we don't seem to have best eight races over here, which is a bit unfortunate. So really, for those dogs that are highly graded, we really need to chase those races. Otherwise, they don't race. Talk to us about Corder, Angie. He's a five-time group finalist. He's a group one place getter in last year's Bold Trees. And for our listeners out there who don't know much about him, what can you tell us about his race style and how he'll see out the 720? Yeah, look, he's um, he's no superstar, but he's he's a terrific chaser. He always puts himself in the race, and he does tend to begin pretty well. He's not a hard railer. He tends to stay off and run straight, so hopefully he gets a clear run to the first corner. He uh, obviously hasn't been over there, and we haven't trolled him there, but he gives 100% every time he, he chases, and he, you know, he's a terrific chaser, and he'll try his best no matter what happens with him. But hopefully he gets a clear run. He will go straight. He won't head left to the fence at all. Cordell will jump from box one in heat three. He's currently a 280 favourite with the tab. And Zipping Orlando for the Finn Kennel is $3 and a second elect. And Punners Bandit for the Lords is 340 Is that a fair market, do you think? And do you reckon that pair's the biggest danger to your chances of getting through? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, the local dogs are always... You know, I think it's always harder to win when you when you travel in the state. The local dogs have always got that bit of an advantage because it's their track and they know it really well. But... Um, you know, stayers can be funny. He's a great chaser, the dog, and sometimes some stayers aren't always good chasers. So 
you know, if you've got a front-running hard chaser, even though sometimes he probably doesn't run it out as strong as other dogs, he, you know, he always puts himself in the race. So definitely I think the other two will be, um, you know, they'll be hard to beat also because it's their local track. I'm not sure about Punters Bennett, whether it's even been over 700. I don't tend to follow a lot of the dogs myself. I've got enough of my own to keep an eye on. So, um, <laughs> you know, but I think he'll definitely be in the race. And look, I'll be disappointed if he doesn't run in the first couple, that's for sure. And it's really difficult to go into state. We've had this conversation with a few different trainers and you can see it throughout these big feature races. The Rasmussen's, of course, coming from South Australia to try and take out the egg. We've sent dogs down to Victoria for your carnival over the Christmas period and Victorians are always jumping across the border to try and win these races. In your opinion, why is it so hard and what makes your chances better of taking out these big features? I think it's harder because, you know, it's a track they don't know. The surface can be a little bit different. And definitely um, with Wentworth Park, the boxes are definitely different to our boxes. Uh, There tends to be a step down when they jump. So a lot of the Victorian dogs we've found over the years, particularly in the 500-metre races, you know, like your Easter eggs, the uh, Victorian dogs tend to stumble out of the boxes. And and it's a real fact that it happens every time. And, And once you stumble out of the boxes and miss that kick, you know it's very hard to win, especially those sprint races. So I think that's one reason that it's definitely hard for us to probably win over there. And probably the same when they come over here. You know, the lure can be different. Um, the noise of the lure can be louder or, or quieter. Uh, we find that Wentworth Park's lure over the years has been terrific because I think it's a bit louder than ours. And and uh, I think it's good for the dogs chasing-wise. I think at least they can hear the lure coming. But I think the boxes are definitely a factor over there. We tend to stumble out a lot. But to say it probably doesn't matter so much because they're not really coming out at great speeds the 700 metre dogs, so it probably isn't as big a factor over 700, but I think the 500 definitely affects them. Without getting too controversial, I guess, Ange, does it, does it seem like we need some more um, uniformity, I guess, across the boxes and, and the lures from state to state? Because as you say, everyone is different and that t- tends to affect these dogs when you're making decisions to come all the way up here to try and win this feature prize money. I think it'd be definitely a lot better for for the dogs if they were all the same. If the lures were the same, the noise is the same, the boxes were the same, and even the surface. You know, you find um, the surfaces can be different, the sand's different, and some tracks are heavier than other tracks, so it's harder to run that 700 metres out if they're running over the 700 metres. Um, I mean, I think Perth's a good example of when you go over there, even in the 500 metres, you have to have a pretty strong dog to run Perth out because the sand's different. And I think if everything was a little bit more uniform, it probably would be easier for the dogs to be able to travel in the state. Okay. Hey, Ange, before we let you go, I know you've got a lot on your plate. I think I counted 22 noms you and Jeff, mostly around Victoria over the next few days. Do you have anything, a best bet anywhere that the punters can follow hard? Um, look, I haven't seen the fields come out yet for Sunday, but um, I do have a little dog that goes okay, and I'm not saying he's definitely going to win, but a dog called Brimbray Tommy, he's one of the Tommy Shelbys. He's a nice pup. I don't know what he'll draw on Sunday, but as far as I know, Jeff's entering him. Uh, hopefully he'll go okay. He's been trialling quite well there. Uh, there'll be a few maidens coming up. I think there'll be a couple at Sandown as well that, that probably go okay as well if you have a look through the maiden fields on Sunday. Great stuff, Ange. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very important role down there um, in pathology. Safe travels to the team for Saturday and best of luck with quarter in the heats of the Association Cup. Thanks very much and thanks for your call. Bye. There she goes, Ange Langdon, ahead of a huge Saturday night at Wenty Park. Three heats of the Group 1 Association Cup and then four semi-finals of the Group 1 golden easter egg it doesn't get much better than this the final of those big feature races along with plenty more coming to wentworth park 
on April 8th. <clears throat> Just quickly, for punters thinking they might want to get along to the track uh, on the night, try this on for size. Anyone who purchases a ticket to the Golden Easter Egg final on April 8th goes into the running for a chance to win $10,000 on the night. That's right, $10,000 cash. All you need to do is head to thedogs.com.au, go to our features page, click on the Golden Easter Egg tab, buy your tickets, and you go into the draw for $10,000. All details on the dogs.com.au feature page. All right, before we wrap up, chasing across the next couple of days, we need some best bets for the punters out there. We'll start at Casino, Gunnada and Dapto today. So Casino, race four, number two, Marinus has won its last couple, and we've backed it in both times. Race eight, number seven, Tweed Force. At Gunnada, race five, number two, Peyton's Wish. That's Gunnada, five, two, Peyton's Wish. And Dapto tonight, race four, number one, Bindi. Wenty Park Saturday night for this big feature card. Race two, number four, Bandit Jane in the Association Cup. And then in the Egg semi-finals, race five, number seven, Landon Bale each way. And race eight, number seven, Victor Damien, that emerging superstar. That's going, Graves, for another week. We'll be back same time next Thursday. Until then, happy punting and hooroo.